With the NBA Finals around the corner, you can bet with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get a no-sweat bet up to $1,500 if your first bet doesn't hit. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. One no-sweat bet per new customer. Issued as one bonus. Bonus bet based on amount of initial losing bet. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. Happy Friday, everybody. Happy UFC Vegas 24 and Triller Fight Club Eve, everybody. Tomorrow's going to be a big night in the combat sports world, of course. The boxing match everybody's talking about, Jake Paul versus Ben Askren going down on Triller. And then over on ESPN+. Plus. Hello there. How are you? We got Robert Whitaker versus Calvin Gaslam headlining UFC Vegas 24. And we're going to talk all about it right here. This is the UFC Vegas 24 and Paul versus Askren preview show here on MMAfighting.com. I am Mike Heck, and we got the whole crew here. We got Jose Youngs, as you just kind of saw. We'll see him again. There's AK. How dare you? (laughs) There you go. Bam. We We have Alex Kaylee, the Prince of Positivity, of course. Hello. (laughs) <laughs> that's not oh thank you hey and the now former BTL champion Jed Mishu Bo- joining us this week Bo- on the program trash. how are you Jed I'm doing really well the fans who are watching uh, just so we're clear everybody agreed off camera that I won yesterday they just won't say it on camera because they're cowards Fair enough. Casey's already admitted that he's 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 second guessing himself, but it was a, a spirited battle nonetheless. But that's neither here nor there. But Jed, let us begin with you, my friend. For those who missed between the links yesterday, you are going to be in attendance tomorrow in Atlanta for the big boxing match with Jake Paul and Ben Askren. This is actually happening, and I remember you reacting to this fight being booked in January. You weren't thrilled about it. So for those who missed between the links. How are you feeling about it now? You must be jazzed. I'm stoked. I have done a total 180 from the first time we talked about this. I blame that. Uh, I think I was competing against Stephen Morocco, who just is the anti-fun. So I blame all of that on him because this is going to be great. Uh, ben Askren's like 100. Uh, A.K. Lee and I wrote a piece that should be going up, I think, today, maybe tomorrow, uh, picking sides in this fight. And 
I'm I'm just stoked, man. Like it's been asking can't box. Jake Paul can kind of box, but he's also not a real real combat sports athlete. Uh, they're both terrible, and I want to watch both of them get punched in the face. The only downside is that one of them will win. Though I actually have come to the determination, there's a really high likelihood of a like headbutt stoppage in this fight, which would be yes, chef's kiss, beautiful. <laughs> uh ak how are how are we feeling about this you are the prince of positivity we are oh, like 29 hours away how are we feeling super jazzed i mean as jed mentioned we we did uh we did we did a little projection speech which is about to go up and i i, for, I don't know I, I i assume for jed's side as well i usually tell when jed had an, an easy time writing on something this is like one of the easiest debate things to write uh i guess because we probably talked about it so much there's just a lot of ideas bouncing around there already but uh, jed and i do you know great divide all the time and some of the topics are like easy to write some of them are kind of clunky this was just like i think this maybe took me like 15 minutes to get my thoughts down and, and, and in a good way, not like as in I didn't care as in like, man, it just, it just made sense. All the, all the storylines going into it, all the kind of like analysis we've done for what's, you know, on paper, a ridiculous fight. It does kind of make for a fun thing to, to talk about. And I think will be fun to watch what side of like, you know, the debate you've done, whether you think there's like freak shows are terrible, celebrity fights are terrible, or you love celebrity fights and you love this kind of novel, uh, these kind of novel things. I think no matter what, and whether you decide to watch it or just read the results or just watch the highlights, it's I really think it's going to captivate people's attentions uh, for better or for worse. And and how long I mean, how long will the After Effects last? I mean, is this like 50, 15 minutes of fame for this fight and we'll all kind of forget it like two months from now? Entirely possible. Entirely. Possible. Like, I don't think this is like a Floyd uh, Mayweather, Conor McGregor thing, which, you know, is a once in a lifetime event that'll go down forever. Uh, but it's for now very, very fun to digest and uh I, I am looking forward to it. And if we don't see at least one like Prince Nazim, like not like a back body drop thing, you know, accidental uh, from Askren, then I'm going to be very, very disappointed. Right now, Jake Paul, a minus 167 favorite, the comeback on Ben Askren, plus 138. Other sites have Jake Paul as high as a minus 220 favorite heading into tomorrow. But uh, I don't think AK is a troll. But anyways, Jose, how many preview shows have we done where we find a fight and you talk about how much you enjoy just high-level martial arts and great fights and, you know, facey-punchy and all the all that great stuff? Like, you're, you're looking for competitive matchups, like great high-level combat sports action. You're also a big boxing fan on top of that. So what does this fight do for you? The main event? Ooh. What does it do for me? I mean, it's it is what it is. It's a prof it's a professional boxing match. I don't really care one way or another who wins or who loses. Uh, I'm here for the circus, and I do love high level martial arts and face punching, and I love boxing, and I think high level boxing is one of the most enjoyable things to watch uh, in all sports. But that is not this, and sometimes you just need to steer into the car crash and accept that you are just feeding into this. So yeah, I am all in on this crazy circus, but I don't particularly care uh, who wins this fight. Yeah, I'm pretty much with you on that one. I, I'm I just want chaos. To it all. Come on. <laughs> yeah. I said this yesterday. You're both lying because everyone's lying. We all want Jake Paul to win. Clicks want Jake Paul to win. The almighty click. Come on. Ben Explain why, Jed. No. Because Ben Asker wouldn't go no. do business for us. Like, he does it for one night. If Jake Paul wins... We're really, we're definitely getting McGregor Paul if Paul wins. Like, like that's that's a thing that is happening this probably this year, maybe the beginning of next year. If Connor 
somehow wins a trilogy fight with Dustin. But like if Connor and Dustin fight and Connor gets knocked out again, what are his other options? It's Nate Diaz, maybe, if he wants to do that. But then that runs the risk of getting got three times in a row in MMA. So, no, he's going to take the biggest upside, most money boxing match against Jake friggin' Paul. And that is a click bonanza. For the sake of our jobs, we want Jake Paul to win. And I hate Jake Paul. I just also hate Ben Askren, so I'm not that upset if Jake Paul wins. And it's way better for us as a company and us as people. As okay, people. Like I- <laughs> Hold on. Go ahead, AK. Go ahead. <laughs> it is, it is, listen, well, in fairness to Jed, no one winning any fights in this world make, is going to make us better as people. I, we, we're doomed no matter what. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. There's no. You know. There's no such thing as well. As long as this many good guys win, it's no. We're watching MMA. Let's be honest with ourselves. So there's some merit to that comment. We're not. We certainly won't be better as people if, if Jake Paul wins. Uh, no. Look, I, I I I love clicks. Okay, anyone who knows me, I'm a, I, I, I envision myself as someone toiling away in the click mines daily, and I take pride in it. Okay, I take pride in in digging for clicks. All right, I'm that I'm that kind of guy. But but here's the thing: is I, I really dislike Jake Paul for a variety of reasons, uh, big and small. Whatever your reasons are for liking disliking Jake Paul, I know people have hundreds of them. I, I probably have a bunch of bunch of those. Well, pick one. I I don't like the guy. Um, ben Askren isn't great. I don't know. I don't know how you feel about Ben Askren. He's maybe not a great guy either. But at least he's you know quote unquote one of us. He's part of the MMA family if you want to extend it that far. So no, I'm not a fan of Jake Paul. I I would like to see him get his get his butt kicked. Um, also, just because I think. It's it's. I just think a com- com- experienced combat sports guy should win. That's just it. That's just, and then I don't know. Should deserves whatever in this business. I know stupid words, but I, I do want to. I do want to see uh, Askerman. I do have a horse in this race. And and here's the other sad thing, Jed is. We know there's another Jake Paul just around the corner. That's the other thing is it's not like I'm being it's, honestly. It's not like I'm being virtuous here and going like, oh, I'm above it. I don't. I don't care about getting clicks. It's like of course I do. I just know that for every Jake Paul, there's another there's 20 other jake paul's waiting to come maybe it'll be three months down the road four months next year there's another guy coming so whether it's him or someone else some other dirt bag some other dirt bag's gonna get the clicks i'll take the jake paul in the hand he's not special jake paul's in the bush there's no maybe he's not special jed he's not special there's nothing special or extraordinary about this guy you guys are picking you you guys think jake paul's gonna should win because he I have more video have views on our YouTube page. Is that what you're saying? Uh, no, no, not that's because what Jed's saying. Video. I did not say this at all. Correction. I know that Askren is clocking bigger numbers for us now, yeah. but if Askren wins, he's not going to do anything with it. Like maybe he does another celebrity boxing match against Logan, but like probably Askren wins and that's it. Maybe he decides, Ooh, I can come back for an MMA fight. But that'll happen, win or lose. If Askren wins, it's a one shot. If Jake Paul wins, we're getting more Jake Paul MMA fighter content. Because if he loses to Askren, no, he's like no MMA fighter's gonna fight him. Like, dude, you just got got by Ben Askren. F off. Like, but if he beats him, then we get the Connor like big one that that we could all dine out on that for years. We don't have to have jobs after that when we get oh, so many dude. clicks. If- if Ben asks if if Jake Paul loses, he's going to fight Dylan Dennis. You think so? No, I see you're shaking your head, but that is what is what that is what is the plan. I <laughs> so think that fight happens someday, no matter what. what. That's going yeah. to happen, and Connor that fight happens. Fight, yeah, Connor cannot fight Jake Paul by the end of the year. Uh, I think it will. He is going to take a bunch of fights to fight out his contract, a la 
Anthony Pettis, and then he can fight Jake Paul and take the lion's share and not have to split it with the UFC because he likes money, which is why I'm very surprised he's fighting in Las Vegas because he doesn't get taxed in Abu Dhabi. Uh, but that's a whole other conversation to begin with. Good, maybe okay. I can maybe see it. Either way, we want Jake Paul to win because him winning is the path to us getting Paul Connor, and that that's what we all want, or what we should want. Maybe sure. Maybe that's Jake Paul case. loses. He fights Dylan Dennis. He beats Dylan Dennis ten out of ten times, uh, and then Dylan Dennis's friends Connor will fight Jake Paul, and then there's another story for you. Oh, Jed, really we got a question. Ten, 10 out, out of 10, 10 times. times. In a boxing match, 10 out of 10 times. Is there a question for Jed that we can read on air, Mike? That, that's, that's there was, not, there, that there, there was a question. No, there, 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 was, a, there was a question. Um, people want to know why, why the disdain for Ben Askren, Jed. People are wondering why, uh, why this hostility towards the former Bellator and one champ. Have they never seen Ben Askren as like a person? <laughs> Uh, like I, I feel like that's relatively explanatory. Uh, my great disdain for him uh, will come just to you know tell you all you don't care actually, because uh, I do the morning report for the site, which means every day I read all of the tweets of everybody that's direct, directly or indirectly relating to fighting, uh, and he is an awful person on Twitter. <laughs> like he he tweets a lot. Most of it's about weirdo crypto nonsense, and the rest of it is stuff that's largely like awful or not interesting. <laughs> like he's just not. He and I would not be friends. I am happy to admit that he has a very good personality for fight sport and really does a great job at selling fights. Lots of people like him, but uh, I would be an ass stone cold liar if I said that I didn't think it was great when Jorge Masvidal needs face off. Because I did, and it still remains delightful, even with Masvidal being what Masvidal is. So, uh, yeah, just don't don't dig the man too much. And if he wins, he's just going to go like buy a bunch of different coins and talk about that a lot. And that nobody needs that. That's just not good for the sport. Whereas Jake Paul can win, he can spend all that money on something that's equally abhorrent, but might get us to a Conor McGregor fight. I'm in it when for the McGregor good- fight. When you say good for the sport, do you mean boxing or MMA? What good for when did I say good for the sport? About 30 seconds ago. <laughs> what was that in reference to? I don't remember what I said. You said also, hey, also that's, a, that's, a, that's, about, a, that's a trick question. MMA is not a sport. That's a trick question. Come on. He'll talk about a bunch of coins and that's not good for the sport. Oh yeah. I don't know why I said for the sport. I meant that's just not good for anybody because nobody right. cares. Bitcoin, you're not special. Crypto <laughs> is cool. Have fun with it yourself. It's like CrossFit. You don't need to tell me about it. Enjoy. <laughs> uh, fun stuff. So that fight's happening. Of course, Frank Mir is entering the boxing realm. He's going to take on Steve Cunningham. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of uh, not a lot of faith in the betting window for Mr. Mir. He's a plus 650 underdog to the 10 to 1 favorite, Steve Cunningham. So that will be happening before all this other craziness happens. But uh, a lot to discuss. I do want to get to the peeps. So, Jose, we will begin with you. Who wins this fight? Ben Askren or Jake Paul? What is your pick? Mm, if it's get, I don't, I don't honestly know. And I again, I haven't really put a whole lot of thought into it, so I'm talking about it right now. 
if it's inside the first three rounds, I, my money would probably have to be on Jake. He's just younger, faster, stronger in, the, in his, quote, athletic prime, whatever that means. Uh, to a YouTuber, Ben Askren is coming off of hip surgery. Uh, he can't use any of his high-level wrestling, obviously, which I've, if everyone saw Darren Till's tweet, I think that would be the best scenario if we want clicks, if Ben Askren just threw Jake Paul out of the ring because that would drive absurd amount of traffic. And then all the MMA fighters can do their little tr uh, Kickstarter to pay for uh, Ben Askren's legal fees and all that. So, uh, yeah, that would be best for clicks. If it's going to if it's gonna inside three, Jake Paul, if you get past three, I think Ben Askren's chances are just exponential. I do think it'll get past three. So I'm just going to say what Ben Askren has been saying, and that's seventh round TKO because I haven't put that much thought into it. And Ben Askren looked at me in the eyes and said, that's how he's going to do it. So why not? That's my pick. AK? Yeah, Ben makes it ugly. I mean, I think Ben makes it ugly just like he had uh, many times in his MMA career, if we're being honest. I think I think clinch work is going to be big. I think, you know, his ability to pressure, uh, push the pace is going to be big. I know he's older, but I mean, I, we, we don't know a lot about uh, Logan. Logan, excuse me. So disrespectful of me. I, Jake Paul, excuse me, Jake Paul's ability to uh, to compete past the fifth round. That's that's the farthest he's ever fought. He fought so that was before he turned pro. He fought another YouTuber, and he won by fifth round TKOs. So, uh, so I don't know. You know, it, it's I I think cardio matters. I think even an older guy like Askren, just based on his experience, will have better cardio. Uh, it is it is a little shaky because again, he's never done boxing before. So it's a whole other, it's a whole other thing. He might tire out in a way that he never has before. I get it. I get it. There's a lot of unknowns with Askren as a boxer. We've at least seen Jake Paul. Uh, compete twice in, in, I guess, three times if people watch that amateur fight, which I'm sure some kids did. But um, but no, but I, I, I've just, it's just hard for me to go against knowing the kind of tests that he's been through, not just in MMA, but in the Olympics, NCAA Division One wrestling. I know it's not boxing. I, I, I had to, you know, just preface all my statements with it's not boxing, but that level of competition is just, is just so high. And I think it's such a big factor. And uh, and, and, and I'll admit, look, I, I've, I've laid my cards out. I may be going now with what i want to happen as opposed to what i think will happen but i can at least like i wouldn't be surprised now uh, as when i when the matchup was first made i thought man this is really bad for Ashton. paul's gonna knock him out but then i put more thought into it now and now i actually feel comfortable saying i think Ashton will win i don't think it's just a crazy sort of well i wish this is what's gonna happen thing so yeah i'm going Askren. i'm gonna go around earlier i think Askren. i think paul really is gonna tire out and go for that knockout furiously in the first and second rounds and gas himself out, and Askren survives, and I think he wins by a somewhat uneventful TKO in the sixth round. So, so far, there are a lot of, at least what we saw in the comments here, uh, people on the Askren side, some say decision, some say late finish. Uh, we just had Mike T, I think it was, or Mike F, saying that, uh, unfortunately, Jake Paul's going to get it done. Jed, if we're up to you, we would get a double knockout tomorrow, as you said so eloquently on on between the links. But I have a feeling that you think this fight is going to go differently than Jose and Mr. AK Lee think it's going to go. How do you see this all going down tomorrow night? I do want to shout out Jose because he at least was honest in saying that he hasn't really thought this out. AK is clearly lying and hasn't thought it out either because if you think about it for like more than 10 seconds – Jake Paul's going to win this fight unless – I actually do think the cut stoppage thing that I mentioned in the show, that's really possible. But, like, Ben Askren, again, read read the piece of me and AK argue. I put all these points out, but very quickly, Ben Askren is old. Ben Askren didn't have a hip replaced, but, like, 
almost had a hip replaced and he's supposed to be like he he admitted that in november when we talked to him i think damon martin of our site spoke to him and said hey he hey i'm not going to be really like fully ready to do anything like all the way for like a year it's not a year but he clearly just thinks he can do this so he's not fully physically back uh that is my interpretation of this even if he were I am astonished that people are picking him to knock out Jake Paul. If I can, I can find a way that he can win that fight. Like if he can just clinch a lot and lean on Jake Paul, like maybe he can just snake some cards. But dude, this guy didn't have any level of KO power when he's with four ounce gloves. You put ten on him, it's gonna be a tickle. Like he's tickling Jake Paul for eight rounds. Like that's where we get going here. Like. It's okay to hate Jake Paul. It's okay to think Jake Paul sucks at boxing because that's true. But he's a pretty decent celebrity boxer already. He's younger. He's faster. He throws more power. I don't think he's going to knock Ben Askren out because Askren has proven that he has a very good chin, Jorge Masvidal's knee notwithstanding. But, like, if you just watch any of Askren fighting, he all of his striking that we've ever seen was not not even that it was bad. It is mostly bad. But it was largely striking that was entirely built around setting up takedowns. He did a lot of reaching with his hands out so we can try and force clinches. If your hands are out here, they're not protecting your chin. Like, Jake Paul might not be good. He's going to get to ding up. K1 Damian Maya put the wood to Ben Askren on the feet. Like, Jake Paul (laughs) is going to be able to hit him, and it's just going to be cleaner and look better. Like, if Askren's going to win, it has to be a clinch-heavy dirty ugly decision because i actually just straight up don't think he can tko paul unless he goes for takedowns like if he does that obviously he wins this in a walk but i think paul is going to win he's going to win a decision unless Askren does lead with his head a lot and i could legitimately see uh like a headbutt cut stopping this fight which like i said would just be the absolute best outcome it would be so funny I just want to clarify when I say seventh round TKO, I don't mean he like stops them a la Mayweather McGregor. I think it could be one of those like Jake Paul. Well, Jake Paul's only fought for what two and a half rounds total, and both fighters he fought just came out guns blazing and blew their gas tank in about 60 seconds. And then Jake Paul just pieced him up with the jab and then knocked him dead. I don't think Ben Ash was going to do that, and I do think Jake Paul could like throwing the towel maybe between six and seven for just pure exhaustion because have you seen him hit pads have you seen him hit the back dude throws a knockout punch every single punch can't sustain (laughs) that for eight rounds you just can't so if it's going to be a tko i think it's gonna be a corner stoppage or a doctor stoppage or throwing the towel from pure exhaustion uh because he's also very muscular individual i don't think he can uh well i know he can't maintain knockout punches for eight straight rounds I know Ben Askren can fight for eight rounds because he's going to probably lean on him, like like uh, Jed said. And I have all the faith in the world that Askren can clinch up like he's done in MMA, at least in for, th- what, five rounds maybe? Who knows? But I think See, I don't even know if I can. The man has one hip. How is he going to walk it down? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you hear? Jake Paul's life is on the line in this fight with CTE. <laughs> oh gosh no no he retracted that come on come oh, on he okay. issued a retraction he issued a retraction it's all above board it's all above board let's not get this fight canceled guys oh, come on now above board. got it we do we need those clicks boys come on let's not get this fight canceled come on now all right before we before clicks. we get to the ufc you guys are all wrong 
Because you know there's no way this fight's going to end cleanly. It's just not going to happen. Like I we're going to see a draw. We're going to see a draw tomorrow night. Like I I'm, sure I'm going so. with that. I think it's going to be. I actually think it's going to be a really entertaining fight, like for what it is. But I don't think we're going to get a winner. I think it's going to be a draw. It'll be a fun draw. So. It'll be one where we're like, wow. And then they'll set up a rematch, and here we go. And we're going to have to do this all over again. That's just the circus that we're in. That's my gut. What my gut is telling me. I think we're going to see a draw tomorrow night but it'll one be fun for what it is you should bet that i bet i bet you can find some some healthy price on that oh yeah well you see the plus props 10, the props cover like everything yeah yeah it's up there the props cover everything yeah, plus, plus yeah. If someone handed me a hundred dollars yeah if someone handed me a hundred dollars i'm forcing you to bet it on something i'm betting it on a draw i think it's a pretty uh a pretty good bet so i told no you guys i thing. told you guys i told you all before tyson jones Put it on the draw, and I was right, oh. and you would have cashed in. Is, so, is no contest the same thing, or is no contest no one nothing? No one gets paid. Uh, I don't know. No contest like not, is like nothing, right? No, no, no contest like what, no like, contest like, should should push bets. Push right, yeah, yeah. That's what yeah, I, I think. No I, hope it's, I hope it's a butter high Rico Verhoeven situation where someone breaks their shoulder in like forty five seconds. <laughs> the oh, that would that would be. <laughs> It does feel like this has to end in some sort of debacle that we're not going to get some dramatic conclusive finish, right? Like if if you could just bet, if you could just bet either or like one shot conclusive finish or something bizarre non-finish happening, bizarre non-finish would have to be at least two to one favorite, right? Like if if, if that were like, if if this does not end in a finish, it will be a draw. So there you go. We're this close to crowning an NBA champ. And with the action heating up on the court, it's even hotter at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get a no-sweat bet, up to 1500 bucks if your first bet doesn't hit. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. One no-sweat bet per new customer. Issued as one bonus bet based on amount of initial losing bet. Bonus bets expire. 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering, so you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected, and 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. 
Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. We'll uh, we'll move ahead. I know. I, listen, I know there's a lot of a lot of fans out there who want to hear us talk about Paul Askren for another for another 30 minutes. But we're going to move ahead to what's going on on the other side of the country in Las Vegas, UFC Vegas 24. We got Robert Whitaker versus Kelvin Gastelum. It's a big one at 185 pounds, especially with how UFC Vegas 23 ended. Marvin Vittori gets a decision win. It was kind of an underwhelming victory in a lot of people's eyes. So it kind of leaves an opening for who could get the title shot against Israel Adesanya. And we have two guys who have both fought and lost to Israel Adesanya competing for the chance to hopefully get a rematch. Both guys want it. Gaslam believes that with the win, he gets it. Whitaker's not even thinking about that right now. He's solely focused on Saturday and fighting Kelvin Gaslam. So Jed, your thoughts on this fight, Robert Whitaker's approach to I'm focused on Saturday. My calendar doesn't go beyond that. And Kelvin Gaslam going in saying, this is a number one contender fight. If I win, I'm fighting Izzy again. Uh, feels a little bit like Kelvin's working that wishful thinking plan. Uh, maybe it's true. It, it's possible. I, I find it a little unlikely just because Kelvin would only be on a two fight winning streak coming off a three fight losing streak, even though he did have, uh, one of the best fights of all time with, with Izzy the first time, a fight, which I was also sitting cage side happened right up the street here in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, I just sort of think that that's not going to happen. Whitaker, if he does win, should get the title shot. I'm not, com- I'm not all the way confident they'll pull the trigger, but I'm pretty confident that that's that that's where they'll end up going if if Whitaker wins it. But pretty standard from from Bobby Knuckles here, just taking it a day at a time, not not overstressing or overthinking, and that that has worked out for him since losing the title. Just yeah, I'm going to keep doing my thing and things will happen as they do. I can only be in charge of what I'm in charge of. Uh, and it's probably a good plan because as much as Kelvin Gastelum's record is not like the most stellar, he is a really interesting, really interesting test for, for Bobby Knuckles this weekend. What do you think, Jose? This is an interesting matchup. Is a fight that was supposed to happen a couple of years ago. He lost it the, the day of the fight after Whitaker was hospitalized. He dealt with some some serious stuff with with uh with, with a bowel circumstance that was that was gnarly that I wish I don't wish upon my worst enemy, but here we are, two years later. We're finally gonna see it on short notice for four weeks for Kelvin Gaslam, but he's in. Your thoughts on this fight for potentially Adesanya's next title challenger. Well, I loved it when they first announced it, what, two years ago, and I love this fight now. I think Kelvin Gastelum, as Jed said, is one of the more interesting tests that anyone can have in the middleweight division. The dude doesn't stop going forward, and we're talking about cardio. You'd be hard-pressed to find another middleweight that has better cardio than Kelvin Gastelum. Yeah, I think a lot of us would agree that he's probably a more natural welterweight. The fact that he doesn't have to cut weight, he has lightning-quick hands, like that counter that counter one-two he has, even the one that decapitated Michael Bisping famously, that thing is fast as hell. And I am very excited to watch Bobby Knuckles, the Reaper, throw down with him. Uh, two of the better strikers in the division, two of the best all-around MMA fighters in the division. I think Robert Whitaker already deserves the rematch of Israel Adesanya. I think the big winner in the Marvin Vittori win is Darren Till because my money is still on Darren Till just skipping the queue and fighting Israel Adesanya. Coming off to, coming off a loss to Robert Whitaker, which is unfortunate, uh, but Izzy wants that fight. I think a lot of fans want that fight. It'll be fun banter, but I think we all agree Darren Till is probably the least deserving because he doesn't have any major wins 
Uh, impressive wins outside of the Cowboys Cerrone fight. Yes, he beat Kelvin Gaslam, but I think Kelvin Gaslam was high inside the octagon based on his levels of uh, marijuana <laughs> coming out of that fight. So uh, in Madison Square Garden, so it would suck for Kelvin and Robert Whitaker for the winner because, uh, well, Darren Till beat Kelvin in a very boring fight. Robert Whitaker beat Darren Till, and if he beats Kelvin Gaslam. He already deserved the win to begin with. Uh, if Kelvin wins, I think it'll be an interesting storyline between Marvin Vittori and Kelvin Gaslam, who are main training partners. So maybe we see one of these Usman Burn situations where one of them has to leave Kings MMA for a bit or get a new corner or whatever. Because, I mean, Kelvin spoke with our own Damon Martin and said he would only fight Marvin for the title. And I know Marvin feels the same way. So that could be a little interesting storyline. But my money is still on Darren Till winning. Uh, the the Israel Adesanya sweepstakes, and I actually think Robert Whitaker gets it done Saturday and still gets skipped over for the middleweight title shot. Yeah, it's it's interesting. AK, let me ask you this because you know we talked about this in between the links. Like, is a win? We I think we can all agree that Robert Whitaker has done enough to get another fight with Israel Adesanya. He has done enough. Those wins are impressive. He has stood out amongst the pack at 185 pounds. So, with that being said, we've already had. Whitaker kind of falls into that category of Dana White saying, you know, he doesn't want to fight him or no, he wasn't ready to fight or no, he's, he doesn't want to fight for the title. Like we've already gone down that road. So is a win enough for Whitaker? Or does he have to go in there and just put on a show and either get just a dominant, unbelievable 25 minute decision or does he have to put away Gaslam? Is that the only way he gets a title shot or do you think a win's enough? I mean, a, a knockout is, you know, obviously a finish is going to increase his chances like exponentially. Because like we said, a, a decision win probably just keeps his stock the same. I mean, that's even if it's like a complete wipeout, like 50-45 or 50-44. I, I don't know what it is that, uh, that the UC, I, well, I do know what it is. He's lost to, he lost to uh, Israel Adesanya already uh, and, and pretty, pretty definitively. So I guess that's hard for, you know, Dana White and the matchmakers to shake. But for me, it's like I, I'm always a believer in rematches are just as likely not to go this probably more likely not to go the same way as they do the first time assuming you're talking about two such high level guys so i'm like dying for that matchup like i would love that and even for me it's like even if you put on like a workman-like decision uh on saturday which is kind of what i'm predicting will happen i still think he should get the next shot but i mean look look jed and, and jose have raised some good points a lot of people have raised some good points that <laughs> deserve and we said earlier in the show we say this every show deserves doesn't mean anything that word has no currency in combat sports and not just the ufc any any combat sports organization there's there's always reasons not to give a supposed like surefire uh number one contender a title shot there was, darren tills a fresh matchup there's a lot of heat there israel adesanya wants it he's, he's talked about that matchup a lot he rarely talks about fighting robert whitaker again why would he it's a dangerous opponent who he's already beaten so yeah i think whitaker i don't need but his chances would be increased so much by, again, huge, a big, big, big uh, five-round performance, like, again, just dominating multiple knockdowns and or, uh, or of course, a second-round KO, something like that. But I don't see that happening, so I hate to say because I am the Prince of Positivity. I think he should get the shot, but I'm kind of with these guys. I think after the, I think he wins but after this weekend. We don't see him move much in the uh, picture, unfortunately. If you want to hear Jed Mishu's thoughts on Darren Till, Make sure you watch between the links yesterday because it was it was pretty passionate plea about uh, a pretty passionate he statement. That's not my fault. <laughs> He's not good. It's Donald Cerrone when Cerrone's like thirty six. Oh, are we all picking uh, Robert Whitaker tomorrow? Anyone going with no. Calvin? I'm taking Calvin. Okay, I think it's gonna be a banger of a fight. You're taking Calvin. I think of all. 
No, I th- I'm picking Whitaker, but I'm picking. I think it's going to be a f- the of the th- of the three main events happening on this weekend, including the boxing match. I think in terms of mo- the most exciting fight, it will be that one. You're picking yeah, Gaslam, t- Judd. Did I hear that right? Yeah, I'm taking Kelvin. Um, I honestly would have felt better about taking Kelvin had he not fought Ian Heinish. That performance was just dog, but. Uh, I, I I was picking Kelvin back when they were supposed to fight two years ago. Uh, I think that he's just really rough now matchup for, for Whitaker. Uh, I, really, I, I think that his hands are just going to find the mark a little more than, than Bobby Knuckles. And Kelvin is basically un, un-knockoutable, and Whitaker is not. And that's – like he he's – Whitaker's going to have to fight a really, really clean fight because Gaslam's just going to keep putting on the pressure and keep – keep just pounding that wood and uh, you'd have to see a, a lot of leg kicks and really just a, if he wins, it'll be one of, if not his best, like Whitaker's best performances. But I just think the style is really rough for him. I'm falling in and out of love with Jed says John Dine Dagnan. So there you go. A lot of, uh, it's an experience. Th- that's why you're perfect for between the links, Jed. Because uh, there's a love-hate relationship from week in, week out. I'm going with Whitaker, too. I think it's a decision, and I still think Darren Till's going to get the title shot at the end of the year. So there we are. We also got uh, – things got a little testy at the weigh-ins with Dakar Close and yeah. Jeremy Stevens. So that's a fun fight. I'm looking forward to that. We did uh, we did lose a fight. Uh, Zara Farron and uh, Josie nice. Nunez is off the card because Farron weighed in above the featherweight limit for a bantamweight fight. So there we go. Oh, no, the UFC even trying to make it a catchweight. They changed it this week to a catchweight to accommodate. I assume her team told Nunez's team that, uh, oh, I, I don't know, I think we're going to make 135. Maybe just give us a few pounds to work with. And Nunez's team was probably like, all right, whatever, fine. Uh, no big deal. And then, yes, yeah, she still missed. Let's not forget, she didn't just miss the 139-pound catchweight. If this was a featherweight bout, she would have missed weight for that as well. So... Not great, Zara Farron. Not great. And might be the last time we hear that name in the UFC for the uh, foreseeable future. So I didn't know I thought this. it was That's a typo. Awesome. Um, yeah, I thought it was a right? typo. That it was, a, it was supposed to be a confusing. It was, it was very confusing. That means this card's only 11 fights now, which is slowly right. getting to a reasonable number. If we could get one the more magic... to drop off tomorrow, <laughs> we'd be in good shape. The magic number of 10. <laughs> Of course, we will see Chase Chase Sherman take on Andre Arlovsky, who takes this fight in a little more than a week's notice for Parker Porter. Uh, Abdul Razak Al-Hassan is back against Jacob Malkou. Now, if, uh, Abdul <laughs> if, if Razak Al-Hassan is going to get back to his old ways with a ferocious knockout, this is probably the best opportunity for him to do that. This one at 185. Luis Pena versus Alex Munoz is fun. Uh, Tracy Cortez is back against Justine Keish. Uh, we got Juan Espino versus Alexander Romanoff. That's the Jed Mishu special. I'll let you weigh in on that in a second. Uh, Lupi Godinez makes her UFC debut against Jessica Penne. We got Gerald Mearshot versus Bartos Fabinski. We got Austin Hubbard versus Dakota, not saying his nickname, Bush. And Anthony Burchak versus Tony Grave. Listen, if they want to say it on ESPN Plus tomorrow, if Bruce Buffer or Joe Martinez knocks out that nickname, we're all going to be, uh, be in a good place. Support for this show comes from Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence and Loom help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually we're great, but together we're so much better. 
That's why millions of teams around the world, including 75% of the Fortune 500, trust Atlassian Software for everything from space exploration and green energy to delivering pizzas and podcasts. Whether you're a team of two, 200 or 2 million, or whether your team is around the corner or on another continent altogether, Atlassian Software is built to help keep you all on the same page from start to finish. That way, every one of your teams, from engineering and IT to marketing, HR and legal, can stay connected and move together as one towards shared company-wide goals. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com. That's A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. So, Jed, wax poetically on Espino Romanoff for those who missed Between the Links, and why is that the low-key banger of the weekend? So, look, if you miss Between the Links, what are you doing? Get your life together and go catch up on that so you too can mock... <laughs> E. Casey Lydon for his, at this point, clearly personal attacks on me. But I'm going to say what I said yesterday. Look, if you go back last week, I I gave you a low-key banger. Mike, what was the low-key banger I predicted last week? Uh, The Cuban Missile Crisis versus Smile and Sam. And what was the fight of the night last week? Exactly that. Exactly. John McDessie and Ignacio Bahamas. (laughs) <laughs> so go, check, go check the wikipedias ak take your positivity and be positive about which one got the 50k bonus because it wasn't whatever nonsense you were talking about because i know <laughs> talent when i see it what i see with uh alexander romanov and juan espino is talent sure it's talent that's it's hidden in layers and layers of soft but it's going to be awesome both of these guys have like their last fights. Romanov won with a forearm choke, which is maybe the most demoralizing of all finishes in the sport, including the Ovin St. Prue choke. Like that forearm choke is real bad. And Juan Espino got a scarf hold choke. Like these people are great in that they are huge men who grapple oddly. Uh, and this is going to, they're going to have like three minutes of cardio. This is really going to be two walruses just slapping each other until one of them stops for either knocked out or they tap out. It's going to be great for as long as it lasts. And it's obviously my most non-boxing, most anticipated fight of the weekend. <laughs> I, I was just waiting for the, uh, for the applause from the live studio audience. Uh, Jose, low-key banger on this card for the UFC on Saturday. Hmm. I'm excited to watch Tracy Cortez fight. Uh, she She's from Arizona, so I've seen a lot of her uh, regional fights, uh, her Kambache fights, her Invicta fights, all that stuff. Uh, she flies the Arizona flag probably prom- more prominently than most fighters. And outside of that, obviously, Jeremy Stevens bumping up to lightweight against Dracar Close. They got a little scuffle on there. Speaking of Arizona residents, Dracar Close uh, fighting out of fight ready, too. Uh, he's been... Up and down in this career hasn't fought hasn't fought in a long time in the UFC. Austin Hubbard is going to be another uh, banger of a fighter to watch. He's the one that made I, I keep forgetting his name. The one that he, he's the one that made that guy quit on the stool, right? The one you interviewed, Max Roshkoff. Yes, that guy. So uh, a lot of fun fight. Jessica Penne, former Invicta Adam White champ, finally back in the UFC after God knows how long she's been out, and you know she's needed a paycheck for a bit. So. Maybe not the most high-level fights in terms of two competitors, but Jeremy Stevens, Jakar Close is going to be super violent. 
Abdullah Razak Al-Hassan should probably get a violent knockout. I hate to say it, we might see the last of Andre Arlovsky in the UFC in this fight. I know he's even <sighs> been saying, he's even saying in his scrum, <laughs> I was afraid I was going to get cut after my last loss to Tom Aspinall. So if he loses again tomorrow, then I think that might be it for Andre Arlovsky in the UFC, which is unfortunate. Uh, I don't know if Bellator would want him or PFL would want him or whatever, but I hope he continues to fight. But uh, there's a lot of fun singular fighters. And I, I, obviously the Romanov and Spino fight rules, but Jed already talked enough about that. So, yeah, uh, tune in for UFC Vegas 24 because there's a lot of bright prospects on this card. Absolutely. AK, what is yours? What's your, uh, your, oh, your diamond I'll, in the rough, so to speak? I'll, I'll just say Andre ain't retiring if uh, he's done with the UFC. So he'll, he's, he's fighting until at least he's like 45, 46 years old. I think someone out there, uh, you know, has a job for uh, Arlovsky and, uh, I think he'll have to sign up for it. He's, he's a warrior. He's a warrior. But, uh, yeah, that Fedor rematch has been simmering and it's, I think it's just right. It's like, we've been letting it simmer for a long time and it's just right to pull the trigger on it. But no, uh, I also like, I, Jose mentioned, I, I, I am intrigued. I don't know how good the fight's going to be, but I am intrigued by seeing Jessica Penny return. Uh, her first fight since April 22nd, 2017, almost 1,500 days. That is a lifetime. That's like 20 years in MMA years. So everything is just so different now. And she's always been a good fighter. She obviously she didn't she hasn't had like amazing success uh, in the UFC. But I do want to see where she where she ends up now. She is 38 years old, you know. So uh, again, probably closer unless you're counting on Arlovsky years. Probably closer to the end of her career than. Uh, you know, than, than the prime, but again, it's, it's a long layoff. We'll see how she looks, but I'm just happy to see her back. And also I like her opponent, uh, uh, Lupita Lupi. Apparently, I don't know if they're going to go with Lupi on the, on the broadcast, but Lupita Godinez, who, uh, represents both Mexico and also, uh, BC, which is my home province. So I, I wish I knew a little more about her, but I, I do know, uh, she put on an amazing fight with, uh, Vanessa Demopoulos to win the LFA strawweight title. Definitely, definitely one to watch at 115 pounds. So, um, yeah, that's, that's probably the prelim fight that I have my eye on. Lupita Godinez has fought like 12 times since Jessica Penne last competed. Basically, her entire MMA career has gone on <laughs> while Jessica Penne has been out of action. Right. So it's been a, it's very interesting. Lupi is a, is a very good fighter. She brings a lot of action. She's a massive favorite in this fight. So I'm looking forward to that. I really like the Luis Pena, Alex Munoz fight. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, there's some, there's some good ones. This is one of those cards that on paper, like, doesn't steal the show, especially when compared to like the excitement surrounding the Jake Paul versus Ben Askren thing, how everyone's going to watch that, but really competitive matchups. And this has that feel that it could be just like a really entertaining card, despite not being superstar heavy. So I like it should be a lot of fun. Uh, we got a few minutes left, so uh, we'll go to the truck. Casey, you got some, anyone got some questions, some, some good stuff that we can react to. Mike, I'm so proud of you for not making us talk about Phil frickin' Davis. Way to go. <laughs> uh, we can watch that tonight. Jose's talking, but he muted himself, so maybe that's a good thing. I don't know. There's construction outside. I don't want to be rude, but that the Phil oh. Davis fight is in what, like seven hours? <laughs> that would render this not video obvious after tonight. Uh, we yeah. saw today that question, how much is Askren making? We saw today the disclosed salary, 500 grand, just at the purse. But as we know, he is very likely getting pay-per-view points, some other bonuses. So I think people have been saying, estimating what, 2 million, something like that? Like a, uh, around 2 million, I'm going to make a fight? Sounds That's pretty good. Right. Sure. That's pretty good. That is pretty good. I'll, Can't hate on that. I'll box, is he I'll box Jake Ball for 2 million. 
he'd fall be out getting in Bitcoin. So that two million is more like what two hundred million? I mean, come on, within in two weeks from now. <laughs> that, that depends entirely. Could be anything. Could be a boat. It could be two dollars. It could be two two dollars. Could be a boat. <laughs> well be said. Boat. Could be anything. Could be a, a boat is a boat, but the mystery box. Uh, is there anything? <laughs> is there anything the UFC? Oh, absolutely. Is there anything the UFC can learn from the Jake Paul versus Ben Askren six? I don't know. It build yeah. we can call it kind of successful because everybody's talking about no. it. We've spent a lot of time talking about it, but uh, Jose, I'll ask you: Is there anything the UFC can can take from Triller and Jake Paul and Ben Askren the build to this fight? Uh, you know, to make their world a little bit better. Mm. Better? I don't know if that's the phrase I would use, but I would say, <laughs> what do they do differently than what the UFC is doing now outside of having a basically a celebrity fight? Because they did open workouts, they did press conferences, they did a virtual media day. They well, they did a press conference a week, a couple weeks out for the ticket announcement. They had all the guys come out one at a time to do that presser. Then they broke off to do one-on-ones and then they did a virtual workout and they did a, a virtual media day and then they did another virtual press conference and now they're going to do Wayne's and they're going to fight. That sounds an awful lot like what the UFC is doing right now. The only difference is uh, the UFC does it every single week. So it's like rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. So outside of getting like, I don't know. Yeah, you know what they can do? Get Logan Paul to fight in the UFC. Get a Paul brother. That's what they can learn. <laughs> that will generate clicks and traffic, as everyone's saying. But in terms of the build, I don't know. It's, it seems like Triller took a lot of the UFC's playbook out of this. So yeah. get a celebrity to fight. I mean, I mean, they already they got everything they could out of Ben Askren in the UFC, at yeah. least from what was available. I mean, they didn't have Jake Paul available to them. So, I, I mean, and Ben created buzz and and did it what do you think jed you know i don't actually think that's true they could have done way better with ben askren i think that they're happy with what happened with ben askren but like you i think all of you are wrestling people i'm not 100 percent, but i feel like jose has been like a pro wrestling guy i've never been that but my understanding of how that whole sport works is like that it you can grow stars you get to dictate it is a sport entertainment whatever the hell it is um how it all works you're right can grow people like build stars because you get to control the book and like that's they could they should just give a bit asking softballs <laughs> like it worked out with robbie lawler arguably but like and i guess it worked out to some extent because masvidal got this big boost but they could have easily thrown ben asking like a couple of softballs and really built him into something and maybe he would still be there and instead they got one year out of him and i don't think they're upset with it but i feel like they could have done more with him uh, that being said, I don't think Triller's like, I think Triller's you leveraging him in the exact same way. And that's fine. The thing I will say the Triller could take from the UFC is, uh, or that the UFC could take from Triller, sorry, is the same thing we talk about all the time. Uh, the pageantry of it, because let me tell you what I'm excited for on Saturday outside of watching mostly not entertaining boxing matches. And then one clown show, uh, I get to see Mario Lopez host an event. That seems kind of cool. Like Mario Lopez, charismatic guy. I'm in on AC Slater doing something about fight sport. Let's go. Uh, Justin Bieber's performing. Like, okay, I'm never going to go to a Biebs concert, but like if I'm there, sure. Like you could just add a bunch of other cool things to it that 
they might be doing too much of that with the trailer card, but at least they're doing something different or interesting or adding a bit of showmanship as opposed to the same milk toast, you know, prefab UFC stuff we get week in, week out for years on end. AK, yeah, let me ask you I this question. Yeah, go ahead. I'll, I'll let you build on this, but, I, but I'm curious. By the end of the year, will we see a Triller MMA event? Nah. No, no, I don't, I don't like so? a pure, a pure, M, just MMA with no boxing and no other, no other stuff. No, no, I don't think, um, I, I don't think it's worth it. I don't, I don't think there's anyone, uh, I think it's much easier to get celebrities and other, other fine folks like that to get into a boxing match as opposed to MMA. And that's, that's really the big draw here. Right. Um, I don't know. Maybe we get, you know what? It's funny. We just mentioned it. Maybe by the end of the year, we get Arlovsky Fedor, right? Headlining a thriller MMA event. But no, I, I would see that as something more down the road. Like I, I absolutely see that happening now that we've spoken it into existence, but I would see that more as a 2022, uh, 2022 thing. I think thrillers will stick with boxing for now. Uh, and I don't know if they would ever do just an MMA event. I think, I think it would be a mixed thing. And I think they'd make a, they'd make a spectacle of that, which is kind of, you know, yeah, what I was about to add on to, to Jed and, and Jose's points is, um, is that uh, that's the one thing you'll see. People remember when the Dana White era and the, the Zufa era kind of rolled around. That's the one thing they stripped down was the spectacle of MMA. They people, people I don't know if people remember, of course, the, like the, the entrance. They used to have this, the, you know, the circle entrance and all the pyro and stuff. Yeah. That was all gone after a while. Because and I get it, it just it wasn't worth it for them to some at, at that point. But I do feel like they've been uh, the the thing is the show has looked the same now for almost too long, and they've shied so far away from spectacle and from being as real as it gets. That they've forgotten again, sort of like yeah, the cool stuff about sports and sports entertainment, right? That which they are a part of. They are a part of sports entertainment. And I think that's what Triller is embracing. I love the concert stuff. I know it's a mileage may vary thing. I know some people are just like, I just want to get to the fights, but that's what draws people who aren't necessarily interested in fighting. And they hear Justin Bieber or Snoop Dogg or I'm old. I didn't know who half the musical acts were on the last show, but I still thought it was cool. I still thought like, yeah, there's like a different energy. It's fresh. It's different. I laugh when people say. I saw people and like just random people making me in our comments on social media sometimes making fun of Bellator's production. I'm like, Bellator has a way better looking, like in, in some ways, I say, much better looking product than the UFC. The entrances are so much cooler. Uh, I, I think they do a better job with, uh, of showcasing the fighters somewhat and making them look like big stars. So, so if there's one thing that uh, UFC could learn, yes, from this whole thing is let's get back to embracing the spectacle a bit more. They don't need nine musical acts on the card, like Triller or whatever. But I, I do think that there's stuff they could do outside of just presenting the fights in such a such a straightforward and frankly occasionally bland manner. So yeah, give me the show, give me the glitz and glamour. I know the a lot of the hardcores won't agree, but that's that's stuff that's interesting to me. I think what you said about the the stage and the circular and everything that's a lot of seats they can't sell tickets to. If they put a big entrance and a ramp and everything, that's the only reason they did that in the early days because yeah, they couldn't true. sell out. So they put a giant mm -hmm. stage in there to make it seem like they sold out. That's kind of Bellator's problem. Like if anyone's been to a Bellator show before the pandemic and everything, the stage took up half the arena. So then it felt like they were fighting in front of a wall. Like if you ever like, I remember World Series of Fighting would come to Phoenix. They would literally put the 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 cage up against a stage that like a Broadway show would be on. So they would be fighting in an auditorium. It feels like Bellator has auditorium fights a lot. But on the flip side, when they do kind of have memory, they have those dynamite shows. It did seem like a bigger deal because it made a big spectacle of it. And the UFC, when they make a big spectacle over things like with the Izzy entrance or the Conor and Mendez entrance, it's for memorable. So I don't hate the UFC entrance. I do kind of like because, like, remember when – what's, like, the best entrance 
outside of like Tyson, like Tyson Fury, in like boxing history. I think it's when Mike Tyson used to just walk out in like a hoodie, looking like a prisoner, and his musical entrance, his music, his music was literally just two pieces of iron clicking, like clanging together. <laughs> it was so basic and lo-fi that it worked, and I, I don't hate it. I don't hate the UFC entrances. Also. Jed, I want to say I am beyond envious of you that you get to see Mount Westmore perform live. I'll just say, Jed, name name it's, name two it's members Snoop, of Mount Westmore, Jed. Name two it's, members. It's Snoop Dogg's it's Snoop Dogg's new group. It's Snoop Dogg, Ice Cube, Too Short, and E40. Oh, that's I phenomenal. I'm excited I, I get to watch, watch that too. I will watch E40 <laughs> do anything. Mike, Mike, AK, are you big E40 E40 fans? I, I can't name any 40s. I know, I know I've heard them before, but has, I can't name any 40s. Someone put out, and this is completely unrelated to any combat sports, but it is important. Someone did put out a study over which uh, hip-hop artist has the has created the most words that are now recognized by, like, the public. I'm pretty sure E-40 was number one, like, in terms of what is some of the phrases. What, what are some, some of the phrases All he has good? created? All good? You feel me? Oh, stop Stop-y it. He, no, what? All of that. Yeah, he coins like, you feel me? Hey, AK, I will be Jed in between the links sometime. You feel me? That's E40 right there. He invented that? He coins the phrase Stop in the hip-hop culture. Stop it. Stop it. I'm not, man. Stop it. Go look, Jose, go look it up. I had no idea uh, that this was who this people, like Mount what Westmore is. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm now even more excited than I was already. <laughs> E40, I mean, I was, E40 for life. I'd pay to watch that. Like I would pay to. Go Have you heard of Justin that? Bieber? Have you heard of Justin Bieber? He's also performing on Saturday night. Yeah, he's got like one okay. song that Stay I think away. is okay. I'm, the rest right. of it, I'm I'm too old <laughs> to really be a Biebs guy. But you know, good for him. Um, Diplo's gonna be there, so that's I at least know yes. a song there. Uh, <laughs> like like I said, there's a little too much in the musical category, but. I just feel like the UFC could do something. They could add a little bit of pageantry, especially for big fights. You don't do it for every Tom Dick and fight night card, but the pay-per-views, they could add something. But So, yeah, that's what they could take. Yeah, I, uh, I agree with what a lot of you gentlemen are saying, but I think we are uh, just about out of time here. Uh, a lot to digest, a lot to uh, look forward to. Of course, the combat sports action continues very soon. Uh, all right, we'll answer this real quick. Over under, all right, over under one, over under one million pay per view buys for this fight, Jose. Over, but it's gonna be like one point one. Ak. Oh. <laughs> go to Jed first. Go to Jed first. I'll do Jed. some research. Go to Jed first. Please. Oh, it's gonna go over, and I I love that it's gonna go over. They're like. <laughs> The UFC, the UFC can't do this, which is like that is easily my favorite part of all of this. Is like what an absolute condemnation of the UFC's entire business model this is. Like, hey guys, I know that this is ostensibly your job. Your job is to build fights that people care about, and like three times a year, you can do this. And some YouTuber just pops off his couch and is like. I'm a dick around and do this on the side and just blow your doors off. <laughs> it's the absolute best. Like I, I love so much that fight sport can like just cannot be more interesting than famous people doing the same thing. 
Yeah, I think it's going over a million. AK, over a million? I was going to say, I love uh, Jed bringing that up because it makes me think like, man, if like if the UFC somehow can't find a way to, you know, make Nganu Jones happen and they don't believe that they can make that fight sell like two million, like they they don't, that just shows you, the UFC sucks at promotion. They suck. Or I, 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 I say maybe Dana White specifically, I don't want to hate too much on the good, hard, good, hardworking people at the UFC. But in general, like, yeah, he's right though. The fact that a YouTuber can, as you said, just get off his couch and sell what we think will be quite possibly seven figure seven figure peer review and the ufc can't figure out how, how to market like john jones francis ganu or any number of other compelling matchups it's so so depressing uh tyson God, jones did what <laughs> tyson jones did what 1.2 million estimated i think i don't think we ever got an exact number but some, some in that range eh? yeah sounds Gosh, about right. is, this, is this gonna uh was it the price the same 79.99 just say over and move on no i, I think about these things it's got to be over, right? It's got to be how, over. AK, how do you how do you judge stuff? Because like I've said this before, the way I judge all like fight popularity is just when people that know that I'm a I am the dude and that they know who does fighting stuff. We're like, hey, do you know about this thing that's happening this weekend? Yeah, I got it last time for for the uh, Tyson fight. Getting it a lot this time, like, and that is always borne out true. Like I never get, hey, have you heard that? Phil Davis is fighting this weekend. No, it's not a thing that happens. But hey, oh, Jake Paul's boxing some dude. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm going. Uh, okay, like that's how I know. This thing's gonna do a mill. Easy. Yeah, no, it's the mom test. It's the mom test. Does your does 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 your does your or you know does one of your parents know that this fight is happening? And if they and do they if they bring it up to you, that's usually a very very good sign that uh, that we're breaking into right. You can say kind of seven figure seven figure territory but but otherwise i have no friends outside of you guys jed so that i mean really thanks for bringing that up uh so that question has no i can't use that as a gauge uh but uh, yes I, theoretically i understand your point i want to be extremely i clear think we're going ak and i are God. not friends so just, <laughs> I mean, we're, don't, don't misconstrue we, well, we are work acquaintances this is true uh you know i'm we just trying to break it down you know. yeah this is true this is fair yeah i think it's gonna smash a million like i said i, I was smash. on the show earlier this week my mother-in-law and my sister-in-law, first oh. thing they said to me when I walked into the door to have dinner with them was, oh my God, you're going to watch the Jake Paul fight on, so, uh, on April 17th? I can't wait. I can't wait to watch it. So they, them two who don't watch anything besides like, you know, detective shows and like weird Netflix series are going to be, they're going to drop the money and watch this fight. They're going to watch this fight on Saturday. Do they know who Jake Paul is? Yes. Like before before this, did they like because like straight up I had no idea who Jake Paul was until this became a thing. They know my sister in law <laughs> definitely knew who she who he was. Yeah, definitely knew who he was. He knew she knew about like his first fight with KSI or whatever, or maybe that was Logan, but she knew all about Logan. that stuff. That was Logan. Deji. Jake Jake's Jake's amateur fight he fought Deji, who's like he fought Deji, who's like KSI's little brother. So it was bro versus bro. Not act not blood brothers. Fair enough. All right. Well, there's the music. They're playing us off. They're playing us off. So thank you very much for watching. Uh, I'm hoping I'll be back for the post-fight show to react to all this. I'm hoping to be home in time to watch the two main events on the split screen. I have to DJ a wedding tomorrow. So I don't know who's taking the reins for the uh, Q&A. I assume it'll, it'll probably be, be this guy. The Prince of Positivity. But uh that's that. So thank you for watching. For AK, for Jed, for Jose, 
Casey on the ones and twos. I am Mike Heck. We'll see you tomorrow, everybody. Love you guys. Happy birthday, AK. No. <laughs> yes. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. With the NBA Finals around the corner, you can bet with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get a no-sweat bet up to 1500 bucks if your first bet doesn't hit. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. One no-sweat bet per new customer. Issued as one bonus. Bonus bet based on amount of initial losing bet. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Support for this show comes from Fundrise. Buy low, sell high. It's easy to say, hard to do. For example, high interest rates are crushing the real estate market right now. Demand is dropping and prices are falling, even for many of the best assets. It's no wonder the Fundrise flagship fund plans to go on a buying spree, expanding its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. You can add the Fundrise flagship fund to your portfolio in just minutes and with as little as $10 by visiting Fundrise.com Fox. Carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. This and other information can be found in the fund's prospectus at Fundrise.com flagship. This is a paid advertisement.